Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, uh, what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. Just distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 52 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and join me in the Rack Shack because he's the man, Charles Hedlund. How you doing, buddy? What is happening today, Austino? Oh, you know, man, just, I'm chinchilling. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's getting cold out there. It's getting cooler. I'm excited. Did you feel the wind today? Yeah, it was gnarly. It was like 90 degrees today. Well, I went to go shoot my bow this evening before I came over here. That wind started picking up, the clouds started changing, everything started moving in. I'm like, there's the cold front. I wish I had tomorrow off to go hunt down 2B. That would be legit. Because, uh, so, right now in podcast land, we are two days out from the opening archery season in Pennsylvania. Statewide. Statewide. Can you believe it? It's finally here. I know. It seemed like... Yesterday, it was June, and I was fishing, and I was like, man, archery season's going to be coming up quick, and then it's here. It was here in no time. <laughs> it snuck up on me a little bit, but we've been shooting our bows. We're, we're ready. Oh, I, I'm dialed. I, even today, in like 800 mile per hour wind, you know, I was putting them in there pretty good. Um, you know, I've been shooting really well this year. Uh, I, I don't know what it is, my form, whatever it is, I've been putting some real good groups together, so. That's awesome, that's what you need, man. It pumps me up, you know, 45 yards the other day, and I put three arrows touching inside the kill zone on the deer target, you know, I could fit my wedding ring around the ends of them, it was like ridiculous. Beautiful. Probably never do that again, but, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I don't know, man, I just feel really comfortable right now, so, I'm really hoping it kind of that something this weekend maybe we see something this weekend get some opportunities you know first day is just i i like to see a deer yeah yeah me too i'm not expecting a whole hell of a lot yeah yeah i mean that's usually my expectations is i want to see something i don't want to get skunked i'm with you the only thing i'm real excited about is supposed to be pretty cool i you know and i changed my mindset a little bit i was gonna be reserved i was gonna you know i wasn't sure about the morning sit i might just go do like a reserved hunt somewhere where i can see kind of a ways but if it's gonna be friday night it's supposed to get down in the 30s mm-hmm. we're gonna wake up saturday morning with temps in the 30s mm-hmm. october 5th yeah dude and and i'm pretty sure i saw or heard somewhere prior to this that this weekend this early october i don't know if it was the moon phase was going to be really good or if they were predicting if we got a good cold front that it was going to be real hot like a real good buck movement or deer movement in general this time of year. So if we're getting that temps, I haven't checked the moon phases, but um, I'm, that kind of excites me. It excites me, man. I think some deer are going to hit the ground. I mean, not necessarily for us, but I think in general, statewide, I think some 
some deer are going to hit the ground. That Oh, yeah. You're going to see deer on their feet moving. Especially if you're hunting food, man. So think about it. It was 90 degrees today, roughly. Yep. It's going to be roughly 60 degrees tomorrow. That's a big weather change, yeah, man. Big I, time. I kind of wish that was going to happen Friday into <laughs> Saturday, but I'll take it. I mean, even if you think about it, though, Friday evening to Saturday morning, if you're talking 60 in the evening down to 38 in the morning, that's a giant drop in weather. It is. It those, is. Those deer are going to be up on their feet all through the night. So I, I kind of I want to get a little more aggressive. I don't know how you feel about that. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, I have my game plan pretty pretty well put together as what, far as what I think I'm going to do. And I think opening morning, I think I'm going to get up pretty damn early, load up the kayak. Oh, boy. I know. I know. That sounds like a lot, a lot of work for opening morning, but I think I'm going to load up the kayak, go to one of my favorite river bottom spots, hunt that in the morning, come back, eat lunch, take a nap or do whatever the hell I want to do. And then there's a new piece of property that I've been really wanting to get on. Haven't scouted it, anything. I think I'm just going to do a hanging hunt, boots on the ground, fine sign. I know that there's food out there because there's some ag. So might just try and get on the edge of ag if it's still cooler. Maybe hit them, come to the ag a little bit early. It's a good time of year to hit ag. I mean, especially here where people, I mean, haven't been in the woods hunting yet. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm sure there's guys out there that have been scouting and, you know, putting... But if you're getting a little bit away, I mean, if you're doing the kayak thing, you're probably going to get into a spot where not a lot of people are going. There's going to be nobody there. You know, and I can see those deer coming out in early, early evening and feeding on those ags, feeding on the edge of corn, you know, kind of making their way down the edge of them, just feeding as they go. I can see that. I can see acorns, too. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that, that early drop of acorns. I only know one... Well, I don't even know if it's still dropping right now or not. It was dropping three weeks ago. And the tough part about that is, you know, when we were hunting 2B, there were acorns everywhere. All red oaks. Everywhere. Giant red oaks. Yeah. Dropping. It was like raining. I didn't see any white oaks dropping, Mm -mm. particularly. Red oaks everywhere. I mean, there was acorns all over the ground. Yeah. And I didn't see any deer there. I mean, I could have tagged out in squirrels in the first <laughs> half too, an hour. Man. I could have filled a limit both times I was out. Of World squirrels. class squirrels on the two B <laughs> public lands right now, dude. One fifty. I, I mean, I was in like the one eighty, one ninety range on some red or some uh, fox squirrels. <laughs> oh man, I was seeing grays, man. The, well, the grays, you know, there were some like one tens, one twenty grays, but I'm telling you, those one ninety foxes came out. Booner foxes. Booner fox squirrels. <laughs> all around me and it was like i thought they were deer like multiple times i'm thinking oh here we go here we go you know and i had my old camera set up and everything which is really cool i'm liking that mm-hmm. of course rain had to move in both morning and evening sit and i had to put the camera stuff away ah bummer dude and which i didn't see anything in the morning anyways to capture mm-hmm. but i like that i got two sits with the camera stuff one issue it there's a lot of weight going on right now yeah, that, in my pack. I don't know how to reduce it. To be honest, I ha- I've already reduced it down to my bare necessities. So, I mean, I, I talked to Lane a little bit about, to, about it today, and he was like, man, just you need to come over, and we need to work on some gear, so maybe DIY some stuff. And- yeah. I know last year I was super heavy, man, and it just bummed me out. And I know the year before I was a little bit slimmer in the pack department, and Last year, I just went full out. I was like, oh, I need all this stuff. I need all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't need any of it. And this year, I intentionally bought a smaller fanny pack. It's like a small lumbar pack, and I'm limiting what I can fit in that is what I'm taking with me because I don't want to. I'm I'm trying to be lightweight, run and gun hunting, and I can't have <laughs> a 30-pound backpack on my back or whatever the hell. I swear I was carrying like 90 pounds around. You look incredibly uncomfortable when you have your stand and your backpack it's, on your back. It's a lot It looks like you're on. packing out an elk. Pretty much is what it feels like. <laughs> I mean, and I don't get it. You know, I have, I mean, I, I don't wear, I haven't been wearing like my safety harness and all that in, and that's where I can save weight right off the bat. Safety harness. Well, you're wearing my, a safety harness. It's already, it's still with you. Right. But I'm saying I've been putting it in my backpack, adding more weight to my backpack mm. rather than wearing it in yeah. and sweating all over it and getting all stinky. Yeah. But I, I know they make, you know, the spiders and muddy make some real light, mm-hmm. you know, um, nicer, lot lighter setups for 
<clears throat> for a safety harness. Super low profile. Yeah, plus a, a money makes a, a nice little linesman's belt too that I think if I switch to a rope style linesman's. That's what I have. Uh, I would be way better off than the strap I have with the big giant overweight buckles. I which is something hate I just that strap, man. Dude, I just threw it together last year because, you know, I didn't have anything else and I made it work. This year it's been bothering me. It's twisting, you know, gets stuck on the on the bark and stuff. I just need to make the purchase and and run with something new. Yeah, just grab one of those muddies. I think I got picked mine up on Amazon for like twenty bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what Burke's just As got. The Prusik too. knot. If you don't like the Prusik knot, take it off and get a Ropeman. Yeah, I don't like the Prusik knot for for adjusting. I don't really mind it. I threw another um, carabiner on there so it assists me a little bit. I can just kind of pull it rather okay. than trying. Well, I know it'd be easier it. to tighten it, tighten it. But what about loosening it? That's where I was. You just grab and pull. Okay. Yeah. I haven't so, worked with Prusik knots. A I forget lot. what they I forget what they call it. I I did it after my first hunt. It's a Prusik tender, hmm. is what it is. All you do is add another carabiner, basically from your Prusik to your um oh shoot your lineman's loop, mm-hmm. and you, it basically acts as almost a mechanical ascender. You just pull. I'll show you what I mean. Okay, it's a little <laughs> bit easier if it. I just showed you and explained <laughs> it, or just go on YouTube and look up Prusik tender. Okay, and you guys will find. A bunch of videos. Guys are doing it because they don't want to spend the money on a ropeman. And I'm kind of in that boat right now. I want to get a ropeman, but what's a ropeman much, run? Fifty bucks, right? <clears throat> right about fifty bucks. Yeah, but everywhere's sold out of them right now too. So I don't even Good have figure. the option really of getting one. I want to get one, but you know, I had myself set up with the email alert when it came back in stock, and I got the email and I went on, and they were already sold out of stock. So <laughs> you know, I'm trying my best to get myself one, but you know, it doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> All right, so before we lose everyone, let's keep going. Um, so basically, the overall of the first two hunts this year, early season, have been great practice hunts, great practice hangs. I do really like the um, the quick attach, mm-hmm. the quick hang piece. For the XOP. Yeah, uh, I really like that so far. It's saved me a ton of effort and time in setting up my stand. I just need to find somewhere to lose weight, drop weight. Uh, I've been wrapping my stand and stuff and keep trying to get it quieter as well because mm-hmm. there's some noise that's added when you have that big piece of metal now you're trying to put you just a stand gotta go on real it. slow with that piece that's the only mm-hmm. piece of advice that i really have if you don't want to add to it i mean that's... it's tough it's just those straps too like the straps and the buckles on them they they fall to your hand or something they swing around and smack your stand and next thing you know you just bust it out dear life <laughs> listen man you know <laughs> we did almost a buddy hang the first time we were out and I was a freaking nightmare going up and down the tree. It sounded like this, there was 15 the first guys. Yeah, this the first year? time. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> Banging everywhere, just out of breath, sweaty, like gross. The second hunt, I actually went and practiced in my yard a couple hanging, <laughs> a couple hangs before we went last weekend. And I was super quiet, like back to like last year. It took me like <laughs> 10 minutes to get in the tree. I basically sat in the tree and watched Bird <laughs> hang his whole setup. It took yeah. him a little bit longer, but I was actually super impressed. He was real quiet. I told him, I'm like, dude, we got all the time in the world. Yep. Just go slow. Mm-hmm. Slow is steady. Going steady up, is he's quiet. good. You should have heard him coming down the other night. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he dropped his whole stand out, and then he's oh. dropped uh, his that quick connect piece onto his stand from the air on accident. Nice. I was laughing so hard at him. He was getting so frustrated. <laughs> There was this thunderstorm coming in. I mean, it was all mayhem last weekend. <laughs> but I, I'm glad I got a lot of those kinks out of the way. Now I, I feel like I can – I just don't know if I want to continue to self-film until I get a better setup yet. That's to be determined. But let's jump back into it. So so you – hard transition. You are going early, early morning, yep. getting in up the river. Yakking, dude. Afternoon, you're going to sit on ag. <clears throat> yeah, totally right? different spot. I. I found it in the summer when we were doing the yakking for bass challenge. I found it by accident, bass fishing. Hmm. And the piece looked really nice. I really wanted to get back out there and check it out. just didn't happen. But there was quite a bit of corn out there. A lot of nice transitions in there. So we'll see. I might just go and, you know, I'll go early enough. If it doesn't look good, I'll just go to another spot that I have in mind. You know. Well, let me run this by you. So my morning... My plan is I found scouting last year. I actually found this spot in rifle season chasing down some, or no, muzzleloader, mm. chasing down some deer through the snow. Um, I found this little spot. It's a little hit away spot off the road. 
and you kind of go back like this little crick and then the crick ends in this little pond looking thing and as soon as you go past it it opens up into this like nice open area and then there's one single tree with no branches no cover it's it's they did a clear cut and you know it's just a seeding tree that they left mm-hmm. and i can get in that tree easily I'm thinking no higher than the brushes so I can stay hidden. Otherwise, I'm going to have to climb the back side of it, hang off the back, and hope they don't see me up hope there. Hope they don't come from that You way. know, yeah. I mean, the back side is all clear-cut thicket. You don't have to get high as hell, man. Just get get into a spot where you can shoot and have enough cover, you know? Well, that's the Even thing. If, if, I go, feet. if I go above, and I don't know what it's going to look like now, I have no idea how high the shit around it's going to grow up. I can easily just tuck myself into that stuff yeah. if it's grown around it enough. But if there's nothing around it and it's in the wide open, like I I think it might be, <laughs> I might just get up in there. Like this is the perfect tree for a saddle because you could hang off the back and you could work your way around the tree as deer come in. Yeah. Because there's a trail that comes in. The trail you walk in to get to the tree is basically a, a really nice pounded trail. I mean, last year the thing was just pounded because this this ditch with water in it separates you you know it's kind of like a pinch point where they have to come in and go around it it's it's weird in the fact that it's just wide enough and just deep enough that the deer don't want to go through it yeah because they'd almost have to swim like one foot you know (laughs) and uh you know they can't just easily hop because so they go around it you can see they just go around it and then there's another trail crossing in front of this tree and then the back side of the tree is all thick 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 nasty brush you know, and then Sam will be all the way on the other side of the thicket, hunting the other side. Nice. Hunting some of the trails going through it. So I'm thinking that for the morning because it'd be an easy access in. It'd be an easy tree to hang and, you know, hunt out of. And I might not only get, I might only get one or two sticks up. Doesn't matter. If I can. Yeah. You know, that would be ideal. I'm going to bring them all, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then afternoon, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, afternoon, kind of go historical, man. So, the problem is up there, you know, afternoons, I haven't been real successful up there in the afternoons, early season, for some weird reason. What about that spot that we found in Flintlock when we were walking almost at the end of the day? Was that you that was with me? I have no idea. Mm. No, it was Johnny. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't know what you're talking about. That was Johnny. That was such a good spot. So, I have some ideas. I have two ideas. Let me see what you think about this. One... I was thinking about getting back into a tree that I hunted for an hour and a half last year. It's on the edge of a field, that field with the pine tree in the middle. I'm giving too much away here. but um, So it's on the edge of the field. I know what you're talking about. But there's apples possibly in play. There absolutely is. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know if those are you know bearing fruit this year or they're small trees. I have found a nice maple tree. With like little pockets I can shoot through and kind of pinch that back corner where the apple trees are. Yep. I was kind of thinking there in the afternoon or I can get in tight on some baller ass bedding. Dude, I'm talking last year in muzzleloader and rifle and every time we push out this thicket, I always come to this bedding area in the middle. It's like perfect right in the middle. There are trails and rubs in there like you just would not believe every single year. I could sneak in there. And there's a tree on the edge I could possibly hunt, but I'm afraid if I do that, I'm going to bust a lot of deer out of their beds. It's going to depend on the on the wind, I think, too. But yeah. I, that's an aggressive play that I thought, you know, with this nice weather and stuff, I might get right on top of bedding. But for the afternoon, I'm thinking those apples might be a better bet. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go food in the evening, man. I'm going yeah. to want to beat them back to their bed. Coming from the food in the morning, that's tough, man. I can't get into that spot in the morning or I would because I haven't marked it. I haven't marked a tree or anything. I know the other spot I can get into easy. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I I really want to hunt that though. I mean, I hunted it literally one afternoon. I went up with, goodness, I can't. I think I was up there with McCoy. The only time he went up to hunt. And I mean, this hellacious thunderstorm came through. Hell, everything, like bad thunderstorm. We just got out in time. So I didn't get to finish that hunt that evening. So I have, I've literally only hunted that one time ever. And it was like the last week of the season. I saw three little bucks in that field. I mean. Like three years ago. I wouldn't. Maybe they're all grown up now. Now they're like four year olds. Maybe they're all four And all three and of them are still going to come out that just same spot. Thanks, dude. <laughs> you, you, you have to hunt that spot now. You have yeah, to. Because now that's what's going to happen. Those, those 
three, three four-year-olds. <laughs> three, four-year-olds just coming out. They're still bachelored up, all in velvet still somehow. Oh, come on. Come on. There's going to be one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's probably my game plan. Um, weather depending, it could change. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. I'm, I'm going to try to stay up late in the morning. There's been so many times up there where when you're in, driving down the road through like these thick clear cuts and slashes that you're driving back to camp 10, 11 o'clock and a nice buck comes right out in front of you. Well, I'm not saying I'm going to do that, but where you're at, I would say absolutely do yeah. that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to say wind-based. Find out the night before and really nail down your plan based on the wind. I looked earlier this week at what the wind was supposed to be at that morning spot. I just look now. Might be iffy. Oh, boy. Might be iffy. So I might need to change my plan. That That's probably going to be the biggest thing. What What's your wind base going to be? Yeah. You know, yeah. That, the closer to the day, the closer you're going to have, you know. But, yeah. Well, one thing I also wanted to talk about. What are your expectations for this season? Oh, man. I Don't feel, curse I mean, the DGs, but what are no, your expectations? No. I mean, I, I feel like we've covered this a little bit in the, you know, way back when we had nothing else to talk about when we were waiting for deer season. But now that it's here... I've been shooting better, you know. I got new arrows. I, I feel like I'm. I got an all-time high confidence going into this year. I, I mean, I expect a good year for the group overall. It's, I'm going to be safe here. I know. Okay? I know what you're doing. I expect a positive, successful year. The only thing that's still up in the air for me is how many times I'm going to get out. Uh, that that worries me. You know, if I'm a weekend warrior. Or if I do get out after work, but I can't get anything past, like, the 2D spot, or maybe... I could hit out 2D, you know. That's not too, too far out of the way. I could probably hit up a spot there quick. That might be doable. Man, I don't know. I'm hoping to, you know, smack down maybe a couple doe early on and hopefully just be chasing around, trying to find a buck down to the wire like usual. You know, usually I'm down to the wire last two weeks of the season, and... You know, so I, I, that's kind of my expectations. Maybe fill a little bit more freezer meat up and not that I don't have enough already. <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing, man. I want to shoot some does early. I still have so much meat from last year, honestly. Which amazes me. It amazes me too because I eat it all not, the time. Yeah, not really though because you didn't have deer throughout the most of the season. You know, you got that's all true. yours real late. So you didn't have all that time of eating deer that's either. That's so. true. Because, like, losing your buck meat, man, that was, that, that was a I'm huge hit. I'm still sick about it. My neighbor actually asked me about that last week. Really? I was talking to him because it was just chilling out here for a minute before yeah. I get rid of it. And he was like, was that a nice buck or what was that? I thought it was missing a head. And I was like, yeah, man, it was a really unfortunate thing. If you guys haven't listened to the episode of our buck stories from the past year, I shot my buck. We had let it lay overnight found it the next day with tracking dogs should have been fine it would have been fine turns out he was full of gangrene mm-hmm. so i wasn't gonna eat any of that <clears throat> and they was super disappointed i was super bummed about it but you know i got some does they went in the freezer and yeah that happened so yeah it was just unfortunate you know that could have been uh it could have won a long way uh, you know a lot of meat out of that big deer, deer. yeah it was <laughs> big old buck man just a big old swamp buck it is what I, it is. I'm, I'm excited to get back to that that swamp again early season two that's kind of once we get it back from the mountains we get <clears> back from our camp that that first week man i really want to try that swamp spot where i got it done last year i would love to throw a sit over there i want to do that spot in specific because i i mean i killed a doe there in one sit i have two so. pins from over there from last year when we were tracking your doe that looked phenomenal. And you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. I do. And there's another spot I want to try up there, too. That's I even a little farther about. back in, a little it's better. A little farther. I yeah. think that that could be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could find a slob coming out of there last night. <clears throat> That's definitely possible. I mean, it, it the property has potential. I know you guys know where I'm going with this. It is on the corner of, <laughs> of PA, New York, Ohio, West Virginia, Michigan, that whole with forgot that con- Maine. That Maine, that conglomerate <laughs> right there, where all of those points meet. Dude, that's, that's where that's where the spot Such a is. good spot, you know. <laughs> and, and some of the, I mean, I'll tell you what, if two or three of them bucks from camera last year survived, mm-hmm. and they were in there, if it wasn't after, it was during gun season or just right after gun season, there were some bucks in there, man. You give them another year, 
we're talking some some slobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to let anything else out. We're talking some big boys. I was looking at my trail cam pictures from that one that I let soak. Yeah. Last year on that river bottom spot. That's the spot I'm talking about mm-hmm. going to. Um, The one, if he made it through gun season, made it through the cars and the road and the winter and the coyotes and everything, he's going to be pretty nice this year. So that yeah. might be interesting, but. What do you think, man? You think the goon's back? <laughs> no, I think he's been dead. You really think the goon's <clears throat> dead? I think he's dead. I think that goon, like, jumped over the fence and, and joined these other deer and, you know. In heaven? In heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's hiding out. No, hiding, hiding I think out. he's dead, but I did see a slob last year that I don't think got killed. So, that would be nice, and I talked to the one property owner, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And he saw an incredibly wide buck. So that might be interesting. In that same area, you mean? Yes. Okay. On top. Oh, this year already. This year already. So that might be interesting. There is some pressure there, so Jeez. We'll see what happens. That we gotta go in week. hard on that one. Last year we we tiptoed around that a little too much, I think. I think so too, but we'll figure We were out. being super, super cautious. Rightfully so. We're talking you know, a pretty good buck. Um this year, I think we need to get in there in some opportune weather times. Maybe, you know, actually, honestly, Saturday might not be the worst play. I thought about it. It's still so early. I just Saturday don't want to. My mind won't let me go there. Yeah. If I mean, like, you could hunt the top over the acorns in the evening. Shockingly enough. Just like you know who did last year and saw <clears throat> you know what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that hunt that I think you're talking about. Yeah. Um. The wind is actually going to be the exact same. I took a screenshot of that night. Opening morning, the wind is actually going to be exactly the wind that it was that night. Hmm. Interesting, right? But it's so early. I feel like I can't go in there. I, my mind just won't let me go in there. I don't want to ramble on about this, but. Well, I, I feel like, honestly, early, you could get away with a lot more because there's so much more foliage back there. Maybe. You know what I mean? You could go in with a ghillie and really get in tight. Early season. Yeah, think early season. How thick it is in there, though. I know, but you can get in with the ghillie and then climb one of them little trees we scouted last year after season. You remember we picked out a couple. We did that. If you went in, walked in with your ghillie on your access with that wind, and you got up one of them trees, and he does the same thing you did last year, you'd have what a twenty yard shot, if that. You know, a, a chip shot at a buck of a lifetime. We'll see, man. We'll see. I might I might just end up doing that. I'll If that's the wind, that's my play. Honestly, <laughs> it's if I'm the exact you. same wind as last year, but Because the, if you you're saying that wind's iffy for your other spot, then why wouldn't you try it? That's the only wind to hunt that spot. And think about it, if you, even if you booger things up now, we can stay out of there for 3 weeks, 4 weeks before we go back. Yeah. Just saying. That was third week of the season last year. It was not late at all. No. Uh, I think he was spotted again later in the year, like around Halloween. Mm-hmm. He was. So, no, it was the 25th. Yeah, yeah. Two days Over. before I shot mine. Yep. Four days before you shot. No, three days before you shot yep. yours. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, man. Hmm. I'm excited for this year. We'll we'll see what happens. I don't want to curse the DGs. That's why, yeah. we're, that's why we're speaking so, <laughs> so vaguely here. We're very big about the DGs here. So. But not only that, but you got to realize, guys, we're in Pennsylvania and the land we're hunting is not private property posted. This is land that anybody listening to this can walk onto and hunt the same deer that we're talking about. So don't follow me around or I will shoot you at you. I will shoot at you. Oh, God, that's so aggressive. Is it, though? Yeah, you're, like, proving... you to be protective. You're proving Matt's point, man, about PA, people shooting at each other. <laughs> you <laughs> might Matt, not be too wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, you know, we we live in an area, and we hunt in an area that, unfortunately... It gets um, a lot of pressure. It does get a lot of pressure, and, you know, we we give our voice out there, but there's other people, too, involved that if we say too much these other people hunting this property might get mad at us so it's like let's just keep it to ourselves yeah and, and i agree. use code phrases but code words so i mean in reality though what are we looking at we're looking at in my mind i have at least three properties where i can realistically shoot pope and young are better i have two so i know you don't have the third because i do and you don't it's a secret property 
Oh, I know what you're talking about. But and I have one that you don't as well. See? So we both have three potentially. <laughs> I'm not going to hunt that one, though. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever get a hunt in either. <laughs> but that's the, but I have possibility of three properties. Pope and Young are better, and I'm not exaggerating. There was Pope and Young on camera better last year, and you spotted one better than that last year. I did. At another property. Yeah. So there's two, and this year... We maybe know of at least two of them that could go, dude, respectable is all hell in PA. I'm not throwing a number out there because I've never seen the deer that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But you threw a number out there last year and, you know, conservatively and it was like. I don't throw that number around. Right. Frequently. Yeah. You know (laughs) what else we need to do? We need to measure my buck. Not because I care, Mm -hmm. but I'm just curious. I'd like to throw a tape on him too just to see. Yep. You. uh, I don't think he's going to hit Poper. I think he's going to be just shy of Poper, but we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. The the thing hurting that buck is going to be the broken point. And length. And the length. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it, and it's a nice mainframe eight. Yeah, I'd shoot that buck all over again. I would too. I'd just try and make a better shot. I'd shoot it tomorrow if it walked by me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can you resurrect that deer for tomorrow? Yeah, I'll try. Knock, knock. Give him his points back though. Yeah. <laughs> like two years off his age. You should age that deer. I have the jaw. I just haven't sent it in. I'm just... I think you need to do it. I'm very curious at how old that deer is. I am too. Send his only two teeth in for research. (laughs) That's that's the other problem. You know what's nice about it though? The only two teeth that he did have are the teeth that they need. Yeah. So that... that, Like... That's that's kind of the godsend with it. And one of them's broken. So... Yeah. He was like snaggletooth. That's crazy, man. Yeah. It is. When we approach that deer though, just like the darkness of the body and the antlers and... You could tell that was just like a swamp rat. You know, he was. He's a donkey, where, dude. Yep, swamp donkey. Swamp donkey. Dude, I've always dreamt of swamp donkeys. You got a swamp donkey. I know. Same property, almost the same spot. Almost. Like a hundred yards from where I shot mine, you shot yours. Year Conservatively a hundred yeah. <laughs> to 110 yards away. Yeah, exactly. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, one thing we haven't been talking about, this is a really hard transition, the giveaway. That's a good point. We have not talked about I'd like about to hit it like halfway enough. through the episode. Let's get people back interested in this. We've been kind of rambling on a little bit. Okay, so the VIP veteran broadheads in front of me right now. These broadheads are badass boys and girls. I've been shooting them a little bit. There's been... Burks has been shooting them a little bit. Uh, McCoy, you. You know, we got guys that are going to be out in the woods with these things, flinging them around. And you know what? Everybody out there has an opportunity to join us because we have two of them to give away. We have two to give away. All you have to do, I will make this easy on you guys. And it's mostly going to be probably, as far as the share goes, will be Facebook-based because it's kind of hard to do on Instagram. Yeah. But how about this? On Instagram, like our post. You can like any of our last three episode posts. Episode 50, 51. Or this will be 52. Mm -hmm. And I am going to also post, hopefully tomorrow, a separate post as well with the rolls in it. Let's do that one. You can like that one. Let's base it off of that one. Okay. So you like that post or the original episode 50. Let's let's not leave that one out of it. You share it to your story on Instagram. That's super easy. You hit the damn arrow right there. Share the story. Simple. And you tag a buddy. And go like VIP. Well, you have to do that. Yeah. yeah. You have to like a post and VIP's webs or um, VIP's page. So let's clean it up. That was so complicated. That was way too much. Like the episode, like VIP's page. Share the post. Share the post. That's easy. That's, That's simple. Easy. If tag you want, a buddy if for you, an extra entry. Uh, Boom. I was going to say I send know. us a screenshot of your review for an extra entry. Oh, uh, that's but, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, but I like to tag the buddy. Tag, tag the a buddy. buddy for one extra entry. Yeah, I agree. That, I like it. That gives you two entries to win a pack of veteran broadheads. We're going to give two of them away. These things are so, mean, guys. I'm telling you. Everybody they killed everything in North America. <laughs> Africa. Africa. Australia. Australia. New Zealand. I mean, it, they're laying down animals all over the world. If Big they'd animals. had these in medieval times, no one would be left on the planet because <laughs> we they have killed the, everyone. We have the 100 grain 
They're coming out with a 125 grain. They have a 175 grain right for now for T-Rex rhinoceroses. <laughs> when you have to shoot through the horn when they're looking at you, you use the 175. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're they're actually pretty mean looking. Um, I'm a huge huge fan of these. I need to get my shit together so I can be using these this year. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but that's our giveaway, guys. We'll make it real simple and easy on on you know wherever instagram facebook will post the rolls we'll make it all right there for you so you know yeah what else did i want to talk about man i'm drawing a blank the giveaway oh we have something coming we do we have something coming we need to start it off because there's another group that's involved in this by the time this post they're going to be talking some shit so we might as well get the shit talking rolling i like it we are Starting a little, uh, it's a competition between us and Northern yes. Outcast Outdoors. Those boys, Booer, Tanner, Lane, Jeff, Jehoff, Jehoff, Jehoff. We are doing buck cancer. Yes. Little, little play on words there because nobody likes cancer. It can go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say fill in the blank, but yes. So we have come up with collectively as a group. You know, uh, Booer called me the other day, threw this idea at me, and, you know, and it was obviously something that he had come up with on a whim, because he's the whiz, that's what he does. And since then, you know, he started a group chat, and we've literally formed this thing into what I believe is going to be one of the most fun, badass little challenges that I've ever been a part of. It's somewhat like a buck pull, where everyone wins, in a way, you know, because what we're going to do is we're calling it the buck cancer challenge so buck cancer we're gonna make t-shirts i already have the design coming out to me as soon as i get that we're gonna share it all over the damn place we're gonna sell t-shirts what the real challenge is though it's gonna be myself austin anthony ferletta and my younger brother joe headland that's our team of four okay so we're pairing up against like you said the four from the northern outcast which Lane, they kind of grabbed Lane there because they were feeling desperate and they needed someone that was, you know, neutral. So, you know, Tanner went out and grabbed Lane. It was supposed to be a three on three. He's trying to cheat. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we were thinking of guys to have on our team. I called Terry Drury. He said he was too busy. He just couldn't too come busy. on. He, I called Uncle Ted. He said he was too busy. Well, to come and the main on. issue is, you know, we're talking PA bucks here and those guys just weren't going to make it to Pennsylvania exactly. this year. So. We, you know, they wanted to be on our team, but they had to decline. The only thing I'm really worried about is we made a team up of a bunch of guys that are not going to get in the woods that much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, but it's all. So here's the deal. Here's the challenge. The winning team. Which is based off of what? Which is based off of the four collectively total buck score by inches. So I, what, the way I see this playing out, I see us killing bucks. Guys either keeping them, send them off tax terms, whatever, you know, if they're going to do that, we can all collectively get together, drink some beer, and do a measuring, okay? Because I want to be a part of that. I do. I know you do. You've measured a lot of deer. Um, you know, we know what we're doing. We're, we can make that happen easily. Absolutely. So we get together, drink a bunch of beer, measure the deer. We're going to write down the score, okay? We're going to, at the end of the season, this is the end of deer season closes out. Late season archery is going to be the end of it. When it's all said and done, muzzleloader, all of that, we're going to take the total inches of all four deer from both teams. If we register four, if we register three, then you're getting the total inches of three. So collectively as a total, the losing team will donate $100 to the American Cancer Society. And then on top of that, that's the losing team will donate $100. Okay. The winning team's going to go ahead and match that either way. Yeah. <laughs> when it's all said and done, we're going to donate $200 to American Cancer Society, and then we're going to sell the shit out of some t-shirts that we're making that are going to be pretty cool. I hope everyone likes them. And it's going to be a collective effort between us and the Northern Outcast, and we're going to hopefully raise quite a bit of money and give it away to some charities. Absolutely. One so, of the ones that I have in mind, Camo Cares. Yeah. And that's a great organization. Camo Cares, which is directly related. They work with a lot of kids that are going through leukemia and different cancers and rare forms of cancers. 
They're putting them on a hunt of a lifetime. What better place to send your money as hunters doing a hunting type challenge than a place like Camo Cares? And yeah. I think that would be really cool. And then, you know, we have something that we could donate to them come time for the shoot next year. And then we can register like our team and start something like some of the other teams that are in Camo Cares have been in it for a long time. Absolutely. You know, so I, that's my vision. But my vision here is that it's going to be a fun friendly shit talking competition <laughs> where we're going to all be out there just trying to get it done. And what's nice about it is we're not all big buck killers. So this is going to be fun. I mean, there's going to be a trophy for the biggest buck killed within our group. And then like a, a plunger trophy for the guy that gets the smallest or, and I have a very good idea for the guys that don't kill. <laughs> I'm gonna. We're gonna do something real funny, and I'm not gonna tell everybody about it. So it's gonna be between you and I, Austin. I like it. It's gonna be a real good surprise. But yeah, the guy that shoots the smallest buck's gonna get some kind of plunger trophy. But we got guys <laughs> like like uh, you know Tanner just shot his first buck last year. I don't think that Booer was much of a deer hunter. I don't know if he's killed a buck. Um, I know I don't think he's he's just getting into archery, so I don't think he's ever killed an archery buck. But I don't know if he's ever killed a buck. You know, we have Anthony killed his first buck last year. Yep. You know, Jeff, Jeff's a slayer. Lane's a slayer. <laughs> they both slayers. You know, you and I have had very good fortune lately, mm -hmm. but in all reality, I've only killed four bucks. I've killed more than that. You but... know, you've killed bucks, yeah, mm -hmm. but we don't have the big buck standard. Now, my younger brother, Joe, too, he's just a lucky some bitch killer as he well. He has laid down some slammers, He's man. killed some nice bucks, mm -hmm. man. So our teams are actually pretty well balanced when you look at it. Um, I just, you don't know how much we're going to get out or what's going to happen. That's going to be the downfall of me yeah, this year. I but think. it's, it's already got me motivated to get out there and do a little extra effort to, you know, at least put some, and I'm always about that, putting antlers on the ground, but I mean, you know. I kind of want that plunger trophy. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I mean, come up to camp and shoot the first six point you see. <laughs> I might. Yeah, man. If I could shoot a forky, if it was legal in PA, I would, yeah, man. Don't, I'd be don't like, do I'm, that. Get me a plunger trophy. <laughs> shoot me a button buck. <laughs> We're going to register two inches. <laughs> yeah, man. Too bad it's not like a like a nationwide thing. I'd have scooped up Chase from Chase and Taylor yeah. outdoors like immediately. We'd already be on a board like. A million so, and a half so inches. The but the reason we're bringing this up and we're, we're going to start spreading awareness about this, um, one, not because we want recognition for what we're doing, but we want to spread this next year. We want to make this thing big next year. We're looking at getting, even this year, we're looking at doing giveaways. You know, um, for next year, we're going to look for sponsors, giveaways. We want to get people involved. We kind of want to start something bigger so our donations grow. You know, and it's all about giving back, you know. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, when Booer called me about it, you know, I didn't even hesitate. I told him we were in. I didn't even talk to any of you guys. I said, I know my team. It's you these know three. I'm in. Yeah, I was like, these are my three guys. I'll tell them what we're doing. I didn't say I'm going to ask them. I said, I'm tell them what they're doing, and I know they'll be on board. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm so down for it. I can't wait. Dude, it's going to be a blast. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to shoot like a 190 on the first day. <laughs> Like, well, boys, we're done for this season. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Listen, on if, public... you, if you shot a 190 Ever on the opening day of season this year, yeah, you can pick any tattoo that you want and I will get it. I'm going to be getting a lot more than that, man. I'm going to have... Never mind. I'm not going to go there. But you know what I'm saying. I'm going to have parties. <laughs> There's going to be fireworks going off. There's going to be maybe a whole truck of bush light coming to my door. And we're all getting hammered. <laughs> a 90 up Everybody's day. invited. <laughs> Caught off work for a week. <laughs> I might get fired. <laughs> oh, man. No. It's going to be good. I'm excited. The Northern Outcast dude, they're all super good dudes. I was just talking to Booer the other night. I was telling him, too. I just feel so fortunate just to have met all those guys. Yeah. They're super genuine guys. They all love hunting for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to give back for the right reasons. I just really like them, and they're going to lose, but, you know, yeah, yeah, it I mean, happens. I'm sorry, guys. We're going to find out really what kind of guys they are after they lose, whether they're sore losers or not. You know, um, that's going to be, you know, tough for their egos. Yeah, I agree. That's going to be tough on them. I know it's going to be a, a lot. You know, I, I'm not going to take it very well, so I, I expect them not to take it so well either. I'll tell you one person I am worried about, though. What? Dana. 
Dana, <laughs> I am glad Dana's not I in this I think she's going to shoot a giant and give it to Lane. It's going to be like a freaking 210. We got to, you know what? We might have to do like a lie detection test. Because <laughs> you never know. You know, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, Lane and Tanner are in the uh, quest hunt as well. Are they? Yes, they joined the quest hunt. We going to do that? I'm probably not going to do it this to. year. Hmm. I mean, for me personally right now, $75, that's a quarter, that's a third of a payment. Um, let's say, yeah, third of a payment towards some saddle and equipment. So mm-hmm. I don't really have to worry about that that much. Shut up. What'd you do? I... Took it into my own hands. I've been looking at saddles for a while. I was kind of skeptical for a while. After I talked you into it. I know. Right? You right? and Walt and just freaking everybody talked me into wanting a saddle mm-hmm. hunt this year. And I see all the benefits of it. Hate the price tag of them. Get at me, Greg. Listen, <laughs> me the up, price bro. tag is the only reason I'm not in a saddle right now. Exactly. And I've spent money on dumber things, but that kind of is why I'm in this situation. <laughs> I'm right there with you, bro. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I didn't need the brand new Scentlock uh, outfit I got the other day, but, you know, I bought it. I bought it. Yeah, you might not with this cold weather, man. But seeing on all the saddle platform on social media, H2 Saddles got my mind turning. They're super affordable. He's doing them turning around. I thought about really buying one because of the price point. It was a little bit easier to swallow. And I was like, you know what? I can do that myself. My mom's got an industrial sewing machine. I went out. I bought all kind of crap for it. And it is almost done. My platform, my saddle, everything. I'm so excited. Hopefully, maybe get out this weekend in it, but probably not. Next week, definitely. But I'm excited, man. Maybe saddle yeah. hunting this year. If you make this work, if you do this and it works and you come up with one, number one, he's already agreed. Let's put it on air that he's going to make me one. So I'm pumped right now. I am selling, I'm probably going to sell the XOP, and because... I'm not getting rid of my stand. Well, I know you won't, but you're, because you're, you're using it in a way as well, right? Mm-hmm. So... But I'm switching it back and forth. I'll probably sell the stand, because I've been thinking about selling my stand even now, and just buying the saddle, and eating a little cost. I've been thinking about it. You do you, boo-boo. Well, I mean, the, the reason is, because like I said, my weight... Mm-hmm. My weight's been insane. Well, you're cutting some freaking weight. You'd be cutting, I'd be cutting a lot of weight. You're cutting some weight. I don't care how heavy your backpack is after you do that. I know. But I just bought that Hunk Comfort Seat cushion and it came in, dude. You can just give it to me. It'll be right. Yeah, I'll sell it to you. Mm-hmm. I'll sell it to you. 40 bucks. Free fitty. <laughs> hey, there you go. Fair trade off, right? I'll give you the seat cushion. You give me a saddle. We're good. We'll see what we'll happens. We'll call it even. No, I'm excited about it, though, man. I'm really excited about it. I've been seeing some guys that. Got into saddle hunting this year, laying down some deer already, and out of the saddle. Looks like a freaking blast. I might chase the monster. He really, the freaking, we didn't talk about this either. The Iceman. The Iceman. And the Chuck. And the Woodchuck. And the Woodchuck Chronicles, man. (laughs) We got to make that happen. Dude, that might be a podcast. I I might. should happen. I might borrow your stuff here and our stuff here. And um, yeah, Chase and I are going to start our own podcast. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> Iceman and Woodchuck Chronicles. <laughs> That's gonna be a podcast eventually. It it has to it's, be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be at least an episode. Those dudes. Those dudes crack me up, man. I like it. I like but it. But yeah, Chase is uh getting it done in the saddle, dude, and he's contributing a lot of his success to it. And well, we already know we're not stupid. We know what we're missing. Yeah, we, I know. You know. I know. We understand it. It, it is what it is. It's man. the ultimate lightweight mobile game out there like there's nothing that can beat it i i get it there's your tree stand guys that are die hard you know they might they might think that mobile hunting is moving a ladder stand three times a year you know and that's their thing and they kill deer doing it i am good with that you know then you you got guys that have lock-on stands all through the woods i'm good with that then you have the mobile setup like we did where we we actually travel, you know, and, and we put up and take down every time we hunt. Every time we hunt, man. And that's a lot of work. It is. <laughs> but I kind of like it. I do, too. But it is a lot of work. It's a lot of it weight, is. and it's a lot of work where you can do the same thing but cut 20 pounds, roughly. That's a huge plus to me. That is where it's at to me. If you're talking about not only that but self-filming, the benefits, you know if I go saddle, I'm getting me. 
an, an arm from uh, the modern assassin, the Reach. The Reach. For sure, dude. I feel you, man. I thought about reaching out to Matt Garris and talking to him about an idea that I have, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, guys, this episode might not have been the most exciting episode in the world, <laughs> but here's the thing. It's not due to a lack of guests that we have lined up. We have some people lined up, but our intros have been getting out of control. I've been cutting them down. Like you wouldn't believe because we just get in here and we start BS and we needed to have a little BS sesh between the two of us. Yeah. So. And what better time than two days before deer season? We are fired up. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to talk about my plans and stuff too and get those out and see what you wanted to do for the first day and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. And, you know, I'm excited for what's going to come. We're, we got some pretty cool guests lined up for you guys. I'm going to try, try, try to go back to the weekly basis. Especially during the season. Yeah. Give you guys some content to listen to in the tree stand <laughs> or on the way to it. <laughs> Maybe on the way to work when they're not hunting even. You yeah. Know, and they need that fix. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'll be at. Yeah. I dig it. I so, dig it. But I need that in my life. I agree. I agree. <laughs> go out and support our sponsor, William Archery. Go down there. Get your bow tuned. Get some arrows made. Go shoot your bow. Say hi. Tell them we sent you. Yeah. They'll love you for it. Yeah, it's raining out, man. Yeah. You're bummed you can't shoot your bow. Go in there. They got a 20-yard range. Yeah. You go in there and fine-tune your bow. You know, they can sit with you and you give you some hands-on lessons you're not going to get in your yard, you know? Yeah, I agree. And then when you get your arrows cut there. You get your arrows cut. You know, you get your fletchings put on, your inserts, glue, whatever you need. Exactly. You know, they're there to help you. They're there to hook you up, so. Yeah. And then once you do all that stuff, get on the interweb, type in veteranip.com. And get yourself some VIP veteran broadheads. They are bad to the freaking bone. That is, unless you win some from us from our giveaway. And then we'll just sell them to you, or we're sending them to you, and they're yours for free. And then you have a badass broadhead, maybe one of the baddest-ass broadheads on the market for free, because all you did is you went on social media and you made a couple clicks. Yeah, I like it. Get on it, people. pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. And while you're at it on the interweb, on your phone, doing whatever... Please, please, please go over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star review. So take a screenshot of it while you're at it. Send it to us. We'll send you some stickers. Tell your friends about us. Be like, bro, I listen to this cool-ass podcast. White Distraction. That's good. Man. There's some dudes on there that are freaking talking to some crazy people about as, deer hunting. They're fun. Yeah. We want to drink the, beer uh, with them. Rutten River Pursuits guy said, I love the whitetail distractions. <laughs> I love those dudes, too. They're so much fun. <laughs> oh, those guys kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but check us out on social media at the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. You guys know where to find us. Instagram, yep. Facebook, Go Wild. Check out our YouTube. Anywhere podcasts are found, you can find us, kids. You know, Check out our sponsors, too. They're on social media as well. Social media. That's that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, good luck to everyone out there that's going to be hitting the woods on opening day of archery. If you're still with us on this episode, God bless you. Thank you. You are the true heroes, the true MVPs. And be safe while you're out there. Wear your yes. damn safety harness. You want to keep hunting. We want you to keep hunting. Just just wear it, Share guys. your success with us, guys. We want to see what's going down out there. We want to see your doe kills. We want to see your buck kills. You know, we, we want to see you out in the woods participating in the beautiful six weeks that God gave us here in Pennsylvania. Tag us in your social media post, man. Bring it all towards us. Yeah. You know, and we'll share it out any way we can to help you guys out and just to, you know, see what you got going on. Absolutely. All right, let's wrap it up. Until next week. The distraction is real. The distraction is real. <laughs>